Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by Kaleida Health. It's One Bills Live. It's hour number two here on a Thursday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Motoring our way through a Thursday edition of the show. And it is time now for Sound Bits. Presented by Tim Hortons. Hear how quarterback Josh Allen, safety Jordan Poyer, and the rest of the Bills are preparing to brave what could be another snow game should the circumstances arrive this Saturday night against the Dolphins. We know it's going to be snow. Uh, that's, and I asked our, uh, our guy, Jeff Mazurik, I go, what do we expect? And he just said snow. That's it. So um, it's going to be snowy and cold for them. It's going to be snowy and cold for us. Um, we'll have to deal with it to, to the best of our abilities. Is there anybody on the team that really likes it, the cold? Dawson Knox. Gets, gets to take all those photos outside and warm-ups with this tank top on, and he looks good, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, we can't wait. Um, yeah, I mean, in the cold is how football's meant to be played, and I think everyone that's up here is happy to play in the cold. We just came in from a 20-degree practice like it was nothing. Um, so we're, we're super excited for the elements, and we hope, we hope it's as cold as it can possibly be on Saturday night. You get off the plane and that wind chill hits you for the first time, it, it plays a factor. You know, it definitely it played a factor in my head. I'm like, I do not want to be here right now. Yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, playing Buffalo, playing in December in Buffalo, um, it's not the easiest task to do. Um, but again, it's, it's cold for them, it's cold for us. Uh, we, we get to practice in it. That's one advantage that we get, and it's something that we've played in before. So. Um, we got to use it. Now that we're used to it, it's it's like nothing. But um, something that can affect the game a little bit more would be like harsh winds, rain, snow, stuff like that. But um, we're as used to it as anybody, so we'll be ready for it. This is our weather here, you know what I mean? Uh, so it'll be good to uh, get those guys down here and play play a great game. I think right now um, we feel most of it would be here Saturday, as according to the the model. Like the, the you know n- nothing as 
as big as what was last time and more of it on game day. So we'll continue to track it and monitor it, you know, and hopefully hopefully we can play this game here. I mean, they're going to be in the same conditions we're in. Um, you know, it's not like every day we're out playing in six inches of snow around here, you know. So I think perceptually people get this perception of that we go out and practice in the snow every day. Um, but, um, you know, we're just, like I said, working on being focused and, and uh, improving as a team. I, I think it does. Um, just, like I said, understanding this is what it's going to be like and it even might be even a little more cold, uh, more chilly. So um, we have we have great, like our equipment guys do a great job of getting us ready and getting us prepared to play in cold weather games. And it's something that we embrace. Um, you know, other teams might not like coming here and playing in it, but that's, it is what it is. And, you know, we got to deal with it. They got to deal with it. And it's going to be fun. It'll be a fun matchup. I, I took my shoes off right now because my toes are still frozen from practice. All right, that is Sound Bits presented by Tim Hortons. Weather is certainly a subject this week. And, you know, we had Micah Hyde in studio here just last hour. And he said, when you are preparing for a game, you have all the things you normally prepare for every week. But when weather is clearly going to be part of the equation, it's very close to the top of your priority list. Not only in terms of what you're going to be dealing with, but what cleats am I going to wear? You know, if it's a snowy yeah. field, what am I going to do? You know, that it's everything. How many layers am I putting on? You can imagine, Buffalo people know this, and people who live in the cold weather know this. If your head is warm and your hands are warm and your feet are warm, you're pretty good to go. You know, the problem is this. You got football shoes on. They're not made to be warm. So your feet get cold and your hands, you have to use your hands on every single play. And you got these thin little gloves. They get cold. So your feet and your hands are cold and your head, you can only put so much on under your helmet. One, you know, like a head sleeve or something. And that's just okay. So as, as warm as your body might be able to be, you still feel really chilled to the bone because your feet, hands and head are cold. Uh, we had guys, and, and you'll see it on the sidelines, they have those turbo heaters that look like a great big long orange tube. You stand at one end of those and, and heat fires out of it. Yeah, you got to be careful not to get too close to those either. You, yeah, we had guys melting their shoes because your feet are so cold, you put them up there to heat them up, and it gets so hot so fast and you can't feel it. <laughs> your shoes, they had guys melting their shoes. Yeah. So Somebody had a mitten they lit on fire last year by yeah. accident. So, because you're so cold, you can't feel the heat reaching you. So, there you go. I mean, it's a problem. It's a problem. And, uh, and we'll see. I, I, you got to deal with it. Everybody's going to have to deal with it. Um, Do you think the Dolphins have already lost the psychological battle if they're talking about it all week? Well, or is that the overblown? The Dolphins, I don't, I don't buy that really because, you know, Every time any dolphin goes to the podium, that's the question they're answering. So yeah. it sounds like they're want, they're talking about it. They're all concerned with it, and, and in actuality, it's the, they're just answering questions that's been, that have been asked to them. So I don't feel like those guys are sitting down there laying awake at night worried about it. Uh, but they, it's the lead story for this game. All of a sudden, as the yeah. game gets closer, nobody wants to talk about you know the matchup with Miami defense and their secondary against the Bills passing game and. Who's going to be playing wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills? Who's going to be playing corner for the Dolphins? Who's playing safety? What's their secondary going to look like? Yada, yada, yada. Quinn and Will I mean, uh, uh, Christian Wilkins. You know, all this stuff's going on. Now, all that's now pushed off to the side, and everybody's talking about the weather. So 
it's the story of the game so far, and, and I don't know that they don't have a choice that they just got to talk about it, whether, they, whether they're concerned about it or not. Yeah. One thing that we neglected to mention at the top of the show, wanted to bring it up here, basically with the owners' meetings, there were several things that they covered there, one of which was the formal approval of the new stadiums, one of which obviously is the Bills Stadium. That's expected to open in 2026. The Titans also have a proposed stadium that also was approved on their stadium-related agenda. So they basically, in essence, got the blessing of the owners behind closed doors. So that, in addition to the extension of the Bills' lease at Highmark, it was set to expire before the start of next season, so they extended that as well. There were a number of stadiums around the league that – also got approved for renovation costs. Dallas Cowboys are doing like almost $300 million in renovations and upgrades at AT&T Stadium. Um, Denver Broncos and the new ownership there, you know, the people from the Walmart group, they are doing $100 million in upgrades at their stadium. And then the Ravens are doing $1.2 billion in renovations at their stadium. I mean, the Bills' new stadium is going to be 1.4. They're paying 1.2 just to renovate. Well, these renovations are extensive. We've seen it here at Highmark, too, over the the years. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. That amount is going to be split between Baltimore's, the Baltimore Ravens Stadium and Camden Yards for the Orioles. Sorry. That's a split. And you think about it, those stadiums you still kind of think of as being new. For old guys like me. Yeah. We were. I was around when that thing was built. And, yeah, it seems new to me. They, they're great stadiums, no question about it. They're located right downtown, and, you know, they're, they're centerpiece of the downtown. They're, they're in, they share parking lots. It's, it's a nice setup, no question about it. That's yep. a lot of money to be renov- just just for a new coat of paint. You're, well, I think it's a little more than paint. <laughs> Obviously. It better be for that cost. Uh, one other tiny little tidbit from the owners' meetings. The league previously announced that the NFL scouting combine will continue to be run in Indianapolis in 2023 and 2024. But for 2025 and beyond, they're looking at other options. Peter O'Reilly, the NFL Executive Vice President of Club Business and League Events, said Indy has been a great host, but it's our role to evaluate and look at the other options. So this has been rumored for a few years now. I remember, Steve, when we were there last year, people were talking, wondering if it was going to be, if 2022 was going to be the last year right. in Indianapolis and if it might be, you know, an event that's on the move for the NFL. They're always looking to maximize revenue. So if they feel they can move it somewhere else and generate more revenue dollars in whatever way, shape, or form, they will do it. In um, fact, yes. In fact, I'll go a step further. If they can move it someplace, make it generate more revenue. They don't even care if it, if it they'll put it on the moon. Oh, they don't even oh, and they don't even care if it's not even about football anymore. Because they'll just send their camp, scouts and everybody out to do their own thing anyway. It turned out it was a way to, for them to consolidate, get the book on these guys, get doctors, get a get an objective set of doctors hands on these guys. And it was relatively centrally located was, in Indy, relatively, right, maybe right. not so also, much for the West Coast teams. And it was also a chance to get them out and just see these guys with your your eyes and sit down with them. And now it's become about two things. 
One, getting NFL doctors' hands on injured players in college. And the second one is sending these young men down, looking them in the eye and asking them some pointed questions about their life, their background, their ambitions, and their football knowledge. That's what it's about. Nobody, none of these teams care about 40 times. They don't. It's interesting, it's fun and everything, but you've got guys like Brandon Bean up there watching Gabe Davis back in the day when he ran his 40-time at the Combine, cheering for him to run slow. He yeah, wants him, he wanted he him to run slow. He, didn't want anybody else he, li- like he already liked He didn't care what the guy ran. He liked him didn't, and didn't want anybody to know how if he was fast. So that's what the 40-time's about. They know. Oh, yeah. So if they can move the Combine someplace where they can make it, you know, another, you know, umpteen million dollars they're going to move it and they don't care if it makes it easier or harder to scout these guys if it makes more money right (laughs) they don't care if they find out less about these guys and they're 40 times because it's more it's about the medical and the interview process that's it they don't care if this guy can bench 225 30 times or 32 times they really do not care right so after this year and 2024, the Combine could very well have a new home location, but that's a decision to be made a little bit further down the pike, so we'll find that out in due course. One other bit of news that we didn't get to, and Steve, I know I talked to you about this before we came on the air, Drew Brees, former New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees, has joined the Purdue coaching staff as an interim assistant ahead of their appearance in the Citrus Bowl. The school made the announcement today, earlier today, and basically it's a situation where Breeze wants to come and help them with a transition with some coaching changes that are going to be happening. So he's trying to step in and support the program because head coach Jeff Brom left to take the head coaching job at Louisville. And, you know, this is a good team. They made it to the Big Ten title game, lost to Michigan, obviously, but they're going to be in the Citrus Bowl. And without their head coach, who was their primary play caller also, Breeze is coming in to try to help in that area uh, right. as they get ready for their bowl appearance in a couple of weeks. Nice nice job yeah, by an I, alum. Absolutely. And that's probably what this is. Now, I don't know that Drew Breeze has designs on becoming a coach or a no, head coach. No, I don't coach. think he does. Um, I think it's a gift to his alma mater. Like a one-off. I think it's an awesome chance for young guys in the college ranks to get to rub up against a guy who's done it at the highest level for a long time as a Hall of Fame type caliber player before he actually is even voted in uh, tremendous you know he's Drew Brees has tremendous cachet in the football world for his throat his career as a, a saint and to go back and give that gift give the gift of his knowledge and expertise and his friendship to the university where he came out of is is great yeah it's great couple of things I didn't know about Breeze's career. I wouldn't have guessed 13 Pro Bowls, but that's how many he went to. And he was the first quarterback in NFL history to break 80,000 career passing yards. The first. Oh, yeah. Did that in 2020. He's an all-timer. It's pretty cool. He's an all-timer. Yeah. They, um, and obviously the one Super Bowl title. And he, does, he doesn't really get the respect, you know, that would be given to somebody that should be given to a guy of his caliber. Certainly Sean Payton gets some of the credit, but that's the way it is for quarterbacks and head coaches. They kind of go hand in hand. Right. And uh, coaches can coach until they're 70, obviously. So um, a player is a little bit 
more brief than that. Drew Brees is, folks, if Drew Brees was an all-timer, he came here to Buffalo, remember, and beat the Bills 41, what, 41-11? 46-10. 46-10. 47-10. 47-10. It was, and it was not even close. Um, and he didn't even throw that much. He was, yeah, he's an all-time great. All-time great. No question about it. Yeah. So, good luck to him. That'll probably draw some more eyeballs to the Citrus Bowl. Like, oh, let's see how he does. I wonder, wonder how he does. You know, see what, yeah, see how he does. assistant coach helping on the offensive side of the ball, presumably. So, yeah, kind of a neat little twist to that bowl game, Citrus right. Bowl. I didn't even see who Purdue is playing. Um, but, yeah, they'll be in the Citrus Bowl. And good luck to Drew Brees in his presumably one-off coaching stint. And we'll see how Purdue does. I like the season that they had. It's actually a pretty good season. Yeah. Uh, we got to get back to Bill's Dolphins. And we are discussing things here about the matchup aside from the weather. And we're trying to ascertain what kind of defensive approach the Bills are going to take. My presumption, Steve, is that the Bills are going to do what they do. Leslie Frazier always comes back to that in the grand scheme of things. And I think much like the Niners stuck to what works best for them, I think the Bills will do the same, especially when you consider the fact that it's on a short week. You don't want to be reinventing the wheel in a short week in an important division game that you need to even your season series with this team. Yeah, I don't think they they don't think they they're feeling like they need to reinvent the wheel, but they're, you know, they there's always some pretty significant game change, game plan changes from week to week and from the first meeting to the second meeting. Yes. And um, and they'll be winding up for it even a little bit before, not too much, but even before the week begins. I mean, late in the week, particularly with the practice squad guys and some of the guys who, uh, I don't know, just interact with the coach. Some guys just interact with coaches like that, and they say, what about the yep. Dolphins? What are we looking at? And, and they'll start thinking about it even then. Uh, so, yeah, it's – yeah, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Um, the Dolphins scored – um, three touchdowns against the Bills in, with only 20 minutes of possession time in the game. Uh, so while the Bills still hold them off the scoreboard, particularly even with the turnover in their own end, deep in their own end, Dolphins have every reason to think they're going to be able to move the football on the Bills. And if there's something out there that the Bills think they can use, there's absolutely no doubt they've already got it in the game plan. Good news for the Bills. The injury report is out, and this is like a Friday injury report here on Thursday. So you have game designations and it's pretty clean for Buffalo. Just Ryan Bates and Jordan Phillips out for this game. As Coach McDermott explained this morning in a radio appearance on WGR, as he does every week, everybody else that was working their way through some Knicks, good to go for the game. That includes Matt Milano, Reggie Gilliam, and Ed Oliver. All three of them participated in practice, Gilliam and Ed Oliver fully. Milano was limited, but none of them have an injury designation for the game Saturday night. None of them are questionable. None of them are doubtful. None of them are out, which means they are good to go. So certainly some good news, getting some more players back in the fold. Oliver got nicked last week. Looks like he's going to be good to play. Gilliam missed last week's game with the ankle injury. He's back in the lineup, and in a game that could have measurable snow on the field, you're going to want to have your fullback, Steve. Yeah, Gilliam's been a nice player. He's he's caught some balls for him. Um, I, yeah, being as healthy as you can be is great. Uh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit worried about guys like Matt Milano. A little bit worried about guys like Roger Saffold. You know, 
Um, guys who just kind of feel like they're just kind of making it work. Um, you know, even Steph Diggs didn't practice today. It's probably is a veteran rest day. Um, I, yeah, I, you, all these guys, and I, I, I hesitate to, to talk about it because you just know, even the guys that aren't even on this list who practice fully all week are just dragging around some steamer trunk of an injury that they're just, they're just putting up with. It's not going to – it's just a – you just play uncomfortable all the time at this time of year. It's just no. It's just I get it. Saps the fun out of it. So it's huge that these guys are going to be able to go. I applaud the team for giving them some time off and letting them rest it up because, you know, not it wasn't so long ago when teams just said, "Listen, tape it up. We need you to practice if you want to play." Yeah. Padded practices kind of fall by the wayside this time of year. They just oh, don't exist sure. anymore because they got to take the licks off the players. All right, we got to take a break here though because when we come back. The Hall of Famer is scheduled to join us. One Thurman Thomas coming up next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 